Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. Wherever you are, I hope that you are well. We are less than a couple of weeks away really from the start of the Scottish season. 20 days, so maybe a bit more than a couple of weeks, but I can't tell you how uh, how buzzing I am for it. And I think that the level of excitement, um, for me anyway, gets more every day, but I also think the general buzz around the athletes we have and the competitors that are in the, those shows is just kind of getting more and more um, as the day's gone, and as it should, because like it's at this point where like everyone's fucked, and if you've never competed before in your life, you will just not be able to, to to relate to this. But like even just walking, going for a walk, getting getting up to have a piss, like it's such an effort. Like you just feel completely fucked all of the day, um, and really easy tasks become really difficult, really challenging. It becomes so hard to just concentrate. You know, there's a lot of people saying like, Vaughn, I can't really, you know, can't really concentrate at work. I've got a lot of brain fog. And I'm like, yeah, this kind of happens. You know, you need, you need to expect it. Because um, not everyone that competes as, a, as an online coach is a, as a, you know, can can sit at the end of a, a desk on their own, run their own business and, and, and be like that. They have to still be productive and be competent in, in their workplace. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's... The funny thing is, like, if you want to be ready, like, there's just no way around that. You know, uh, people say, "Oh, you can do this, you can do that." There's just no way around it. I've I've done multiple pod- podcasts. You guys know about how to try and manage prep brain, um, how to try and get the most out of your day when you're on prep and whatnot. But but the reality is, like, it can be quite futile because when you are all the way in and you're fully ready, like, you just you're just going to feel like that, and that should be the norm. And if you're not feeling like that at this point, it's probably because you're not ready. And that's not me trying to be a dick. That's just me saying, like, from someone that's competed multiple times before, knows the feeling, that's just the way that it should feel. Um, so if you're not feeling like that, have a look at how you're looking. Have a little word with your coach and maybe start chasing, start pushing things. Um, but as I said, you know, the, the level of excitement is awesome. I think that we have, across the board nine people competing in one one show this season, I think, in, in, in Granite, in the first one we have seven, and PCA, PCA a couple weeks after we have nine. That's going to be super, super exciting. Um, the most I've had in one show is four, including myself, would be five. Um, but this year, obviously, I'm not, not competing, it's just athletes. So, yeah, super, super excited. But hence kind of brings me on to the, um, the subject of today's today's podcast and it kind of came from a discussion with a one client when I was um, suggesting to her that she could jump in earlier shows, what she could do, etc, etc um, and she she just kind of came back with, well I can't afford that and I was like, okay, yeah, fair play and it then led me to think, well, if someone out there is thinking about competing for the first time, do they do they know how much competing is? Are they aware of the cost of it? Remembering that bodybuilding is a hobby um, so why not just do a podcast? I've alluded to this before. It was one of the podcasts at the very, very start years ago. Um, but I'm just revisiting it and just dedicating like a whole podcast to that topic so that if um, you're thinking about competing for the first time, you have a rough idea. Now, I'll go into the costing of things. However, of course, there may be some differences. Um, there'll be some people out there that, that, that do it on the cheap and they can really... Um, they can really uh, bring the overall cost down. 
but I'm going to give you like what I would say is the maximum if you don't do anything yourself and you want everything sort of taken care of um, by, you know, let's say um, you want them to do your tanning, you want them to do your makeup, your hair, whatever, uh, let's just run through it. And I think we should split it between guys and girls as well because guys for the most part on stage in bodybuilding are not wearing heels they're probably not getting their makeup done. They're probably not getting their hair done. You know, um, whereas 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 girls will. So if we start with girls now, I've I've worked out this on uh, a calculator and I've figured out the total cost. So by all means, you can write these numbers down, these values down. However, um, I will give you the 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 running totals. So let's start off with coaching. Now, a good prep coach is probably going to be anywhere between, let's say. 180 to 250 pound a month um, and your prep's probably going to average for about five months give or take a few weeks depending upon how many shows you do so let's let's just round up to 200 and say right that 200 times by five there's a thousand pound just on coaching there are some coaches out there that charge a lot more than that i'm sure there's some coaches out there that charge a lot less but again let's just go off of this average figure so that's just your coaching to get you ready for the show you're then thinking about registration so what a lot of federations are going to ask you to do is they're going to ask you to register to their fed. And it's, it's kind of like a signing up fee, you could say, right? You have to, to be a member of that fed. And that can really stem anywhere between, let's say, 40 to, to 80 quid. So I've put it down as 50, right? So 50 pounds just to, to get a membership card to allow you to compete with that federation. So you've registered, then you've got your entry to the show. Right, so that's on top of your registration. So entry to the show for one chosen class, it's maybe going to be roughly forty quid, there thereabouts. Now, before we get any further, one thing I forgot to mention is posing. Right, some of you have uh, never competed before, maybe never posed before. So then you need to think about right. Well, you need to get posing lessons, and they can be like sixty quid an hour. In person, maybe a little bit cheaper over Zoom. Um, so let's say you did bare minimum and you did like, say, three or four lessons over Zoom and it cost you maybe 150 quid. Now, that's me, that's just been really cheap, you know. You could, you could some posing coaches out there charge you 80 quid an hour. So um, let's say again, over the course of your prep, you do spend 150 quid on posing. You then need to start thinking about, right, well, you got the tan that. Are you going to do it yourself or are you going to get the Federation to do it? So let's get the Federation to do it. Most Federations are going to charge you about, say, £60 for tan there, thereabouts. you got your hair and you got your makeup. And if you're not doing either one of these yourself, then it's probably going to set you back anywhere in the region of about, let's say, 100 quid. Now, the thing you'll be wearing on stage, um, again, there's varying budgets, but bikinis, let's face it, they aren't cheap. They're going to cost anywhere between... 250 quid all the way up to 650, 700 pounds. So I've put bikini about 500 pound. You also need to think about, right, well, you're going to get tanned, so you're going to need to be, be there at the venue the night before to get tanned the night before. So you've got a hotel to get uh, for at least one night. It might be two, depending on whether you want to stay there the the day after the show. But if you're just staying there the one night, you know, let's face it, a rough, rough hotel, maybe 80 quid or something like that. Then you have to think about travel, okay, so the, the show might be a little bit away from you. Are you getting a train there? Um, is, are you driving petrol? You know, if you're driving from Scotland to England and back, you know, a tank of petrol, that could be 80 quid. 
you know, then back again. Some of you getting the train, it might cost a bit more. Of course, if you live in England and you're doing a show in England, it's going to be a little bit cheaper for you to get there. You then also got jewellery um, that some that some women maybe will spend a bit more on than not. And again, that could cost you, let's say, roughly 50 quid. Last thing to remember that you'll wear on stage would be heels. Some women like to buy, you know, two or three different types before they figure out the right one. Um, that's for them, maybe have their backup pair too. So again, if you're going to buy a decent pair of heels or a few of them, let's budget for about 100 quid with that. And last but not least, you're going to want to um, think about the the shots, the stage shots on the day, the photography. So boom, there's another 60 quid. So that's what I've totaled, and that's not taken into consideration uh, your food, your gym membership, your supplements, if you're running a little bit of gear or not, um, like fat burners and that. But what I've just mentioned, that accumulates to 2,270 quid for just one show. Now, if you were to then think about doing another show and we kind of go back over that list, well, the things that you won't necessarily need to worry about is you're not going to need to get more posing, probably, uh, but you're still going to need to register to enter the show. You're still going to need your tan, your makeup, your hair, your hotel, your travel, um, and that'll cost you roughly close to £500 extra per show, and it'll be the same for guys. So you're thinking like, right, um, it was about £2,300 for one show over the course of roughly five months. Well, if you do then a, a show the next weekend, boom, that takes up to £2,800. A show the weekend after, that takes up to £3,300, right, for, say, three shows over the course of um, five months, and they will all be back-to-back or whatever. Now, you could on, also add, in, add on top another month's, of, month's coaching on top of that, which would take you up to about three five. So... It's not a cheap hobby, is it? By any means, not a cheap hobby at all. Now, guys, you're going to be very, very similar, right? You're going to need coaching, registration, posing, entry to the show, tan. Now, instead of bikini, it'll be trunks. Now, trunks will cost you maximum 50 quid. Uh, the hotel, the travel, the stage shots will be the same. But guys, you're probably going to, if you're assisted, you're going to probably spend about £1,000 on gear. And that might sound really ridiculous to many people out there, but when you take into consideration the fact that someone could be running four different injectables, plus they could also be running insulin on high days, they could be running GH, they could be running orals, they could be running uh, estrogenic uh, or estrogen management um, aids too. Like I think me budgeting a thousand pounds actually me being quite uh, quite considerate. So I, I actually said for the guys they probably have a budget of two thousand six hundred pound because they'll be spending so much on gear. Um, so even though like the girls need to spend a lot more on their, their jewellery and bikini and whatnot, um, they're actually, what I've totaled up, it's not really as much as the guys. However, there'll be many females out there that may be using a little bit of Clen, T3, T4, a little bit of Anavar. Of course, when you add that in, it's probably going to bump the numbers roughly up to the same. So you're probably thinking like, right, Vaughn, what you're saying is, for me to do a show in bodybuilding over the course of a five-month period, it's roughly going to cost £2,600. And I would say, yeah, absolutely. Now, that could that could be like, that could seem to you, if you've never done this before, like an outrageous amount of money. And why would you, why would you spend that like so much on, on a hobby? Well, let's compare it against if you were to go out on the piss 
every weekend, you know, drinking with your buddies, uh, nights out with the girls, and then the next day eating shite food and being on the couch. So if you were to to do that, let's say roughly, we include the night out and the food and whatnot, uh, and any any added extras, you know, if people are having a fucking couple of pills or taking some, snorting some lines, like let's say you spend £200 every weekend when you're out on the piss. That's £800 a month. Over the course of five months, that is roughly about four grand. So if you're to come at me and say, you know, hey, Vaughn, that's a fucking you know, miserable way to live your life and what to spend your money on, I'd say, well, actually, us doing what we do um, is actually £1,400 cheaper than someone kind of doing that. And from either lifestyle, we get completely different things, but I just thought I would give that value, that number, to kind of put it in perspective that, okay, it seems like a lot of money, but compared to what you would maybe do if you weren't doing this, um, and, and the experience you'll get and the, like how rewarding this process is, you'll get so much more than whether you were going out on the piss every single weekend, right? Now, someone someone out there is thinking, but fuck me, Vaughn, like 2,600 quid, well, that's like, that's a summer holiday, that's a car, that's money towards, um, you know, saving for a mortgage or whatever it is, and you would be totally right in, in what you're saying, but the question I would ask yourself is, well, what what you know if you, if you're into bodybuilding you live this lifestyle what else are you going to spend your money on yeah you know i mean yeah you could, you could save and whatnot but if you've had a, a strong desire to to compete to challenge yourself to to get on stage um to see yourself like at a place you've never been before like it'll be worth it and here's the thing like you don't have to do it again there's plenty of people out there that have done one season I've had an incredible amount of success and then when they kind of get into the off-season again, they kind of go, oh, I've done that once, I don't want to do it again. And then you kind of go, right, well, you know, let's say two and a half K for something to do once in your life, that's not too bad. But um, me personally, I've done a few more shows than just the one. Um, and I don't think of it, I suppose, like a cost. For me, it was never, ever a problem. It was like this much for a show, right, cool, done. This much for a show, right, cool, done. It was just... It was part of the process. Now, it's, it's a bit different for me as a prep coach and athlete. Like, part of when I was competing was build, helping me build the business was based on my success. So, my business was my body card in a sense. So, you know, from a, from a business perspective, it was a business expense, you could say. So, I understand if you're someone out there that this is solely your hobby and you're a nine to five and whatnot, that it's it can be tough. It can be really tough. Now, the thing is, there's always people out there that find a way to do it on the cheap. Like hundred percent, and you know, remembering that if you've had if you've got a bikini, it can be used in your second season, third season, thereafter. So how can you do it on the cheap? Well, you could probably save yourself a thousand pounds and coach yourself. That would be the like with everything, bar the guy's gear cost. Like coaching is the business, business the the most. I am getting fucking tongue twisted coaching is the biggest expense um, out of the lot but let's face it anyone that's ever stepped on stage bar the odd exception to be successful has a coach like you look at any any people placing in most feds they have a coach bar one or two one of the best examples one of the only examples I know 
is Josh Malley, um, great guy on the post on guest on the podcast years ago. Um, coached himself to being an FPB pro, which I thought was pretty fucking cool. But you'll see the majority of guys and girls who are coaches have a coach themselves if they are competing because we all lose our heads and anyone tells you otherwise is an absolute fucking liar. So yeah, you could coach yourself, of course. Um, you could pose yourself, so then you're saving there what that's one thousand one hundred fifty quid. Um, you could save. You could do your tanning, hair and your makeup yourself. So you're still going to, need to buy the tan, but your hair and your makeup, you save yourself another 100 quid there. The bikinis, you can get cheap, cheaper bikinis, second-hand ones. Um, like, they're everywhere. I think there's there's specific Facebook groups, um, I know from some of my girls, that sell second-hand bikinis. Um, of course, they're great. But we need to remember the second-hand bikinis that will never truly fit you because it was designed and made to someone else's measurements, to someone else's hips, waist, etc., etc. But of course, these things can always be altered slightly. Um, you can use bikini bite um, for like the if if the, the 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 chest pads are a bit too too big or or whatever. Um, so that's again a way you could really slash the cost of um, the bikini. The hotel, well, of course, you can always do it on the cheap, right? If you're going to be bunsing up with another competitor or if you're able to travel there on the day, like if you're doing your own tan and you're here and your makeup, you're able to just travel there on the day because it's only a couple hours drive, then you save your money, like, with a hotel. Um, jewellery, you can go minimalistic, of course, and you can pick up cheaper jewellery from... Um, I was a bit rattle off, like, names of shops. And I was like, fuck me, I don't know names of shops. I'm not, I'm not a chick, I don't, I don't buy... Uh, I don't buy jewellery. Um, and then you don't need to buy the stage shots either, right? Um, you will always need to register. Um, you'll always need to pay for entry to the show. But out with that, you know, you really can take that budget down from, like, let's say, 2,600 quid. So let's add this up right now, right? Registration and entry fee, call it 100 quid. Um, you then have your bikini, call it 250. There's 350. You're not going to spend money on the hotel. Um, you've bought your heels; they cost you fifty quid, or something like that. Um, so realistically, I mean, there you go. You could take down from two six to like three hundred, four hundred quid, like that. However, anyone that's successful out there um, tends to go quite large with with, with everything, don't they? Um, and I think I guess that's like a trait for us bodybuilders, right? You get a pre workout. It says take one scoops, and you go fuck it. I'm going to take two. You know, your coach tells you take look, take twenty five megs of Anavar. Well, fuck, I'm taking fifty. You know, like we we live for pushing the boundaries. We live for excess. You could say a lot, but not necessarily excess. But you, I think you kind of get what I'm. You get what I'm saying is um, if there's if there's a way to do it, like go fucking hard. Give it the beans. Some might say, give it the beans for for that one season. Go all in. And then if you never go and do it again, at least you know you look back, you got all the fucking stage shots, your bikini looked sick, or your trunks looked sick, your posing was shit hot, you were coached by the best in the UK, or one of the best in the UK, whatever, you didn't skimp on anything. Um, of course you don't want it to um, to break the bank, but it's going to, like, if you, if you know the budget going in, then, right, you're thinking, right, okay, it's going to cost me like 2,600 quid, well, I'm going to compete in 18 months, so how much can I save up per month so that when I get to that, that's not as costly. So why I say to anyone that like, comes on board now and they're going to compete like April next year, I'm like, put 50 quid, 50 quid away per month. 
Now, over the course of 12 months, that's only £600, right? I get that. However, when the time comes, it's way less of a dent when you're paying, paying stuff up because, like, you know, maybe register for all the shows in the one month, and the next month, like, you know, hair and, hair and tan, tan and makeup's going to want deposits and stuff. So it covers those. Um, bikini's going to want deposit as well. So it's something that even if you're thinking about doing this in a couple of years, well, I've just given you a budget. If you put 50 quid a month away for two years, then you could have close to half that budget. So it's as simple as that. And then then you can then divvy up kind of how much you, how much more you need for the competitive season. Um, is it worth it? In my opinion, I mean, I'm going to say yeah. I think if you go back to the end of 2017 when I stepped off stage, I would have said the complete opposite. I would have said that it was a waste of money. I would have said, I literally said that to my buddy. I was like, well, that was a fucking waste, wasn't it? Um, I said I'd never do it again. But you guys have listened to the other podcasts I've done about my experiences, how I've opened up about that and how differently it was done in uh, 2019, 2020, 2021. And that got me thinking. I got lean like every year for like three years. So last year was actually the first year off I'd had uh, getting peeled in it in a long time. Uh, it was about four years ago now that me and my wife, my, it was my uh, girlfriend at the time, or fiance at the time, did um, did a photo shoot, did a couple of photo, sh- photo shoot. I did an eight week prep um, starting in January. And we did the photo shoot on the 1st of March together. I did one on my own and we did a couple one. And it was really the, the first time that I had uh, got lean and wanted to prove to everyone that, you know, you could, we went out for food six times in eight weeks. And I still managed to get pretty peeled, not far off stage condition, in my opinion. When I went to PCA Scotland a few weeks after and I looked at the guys, I was like, fuck, I'm, I'm leaner than a lot of guys up there. But anyway, I'm getting away a little bit from um, the the podcast topic. Now, of course, if you were to be thinking about um, competing internationally, that uh, that budget gets a lot more um, when you consider that flights to let's see, even like flights to Spain, they're going to cost you roughly like what three hundred quid. You then got to think about the airport parking, the accommodation when you're over there. Bear in mind the entry to something like the IFBB international shows, it's standard 250 euro per class, which um fairly outrageous, but that's just that's just the way it is, that's just the price. And depending upon how long you stay there as well, dictates how much the accommodation is. You then need need to think about um money for food when you're there, because you're gonna need to get there a few days before the show as well. Uh, the hair and makeup costs could be a bit bit more, the, the stage shots can be a bit more as well. Uh, you might need to rent a car. Um, that might cost you if it's a week. That might cost you five to seven hundred quid. So you could quickly see how one show that you do abroad can really like take that budget from let's say two to six, probably close to like five k, easy. And then if you did two or three international shows, well, hey, there you go. It would just cost you that little bit more. I've never competed internationally before. I've went to shows as a coach from athletes. Um, I, I, I always like it, you know. I went to to Poland and Lille last year with Jade. Um, of course, a show is a show, right? It's run very similarly, but for me, it was the the standard of what the judging was like was very was very much exactly the same. Um, and that just I think as a coach, you respect that because then you just know exactly what the criteria is and how to present your athletes. But um, yeah, it's obviously that this podcast is aimed just to give you a rough idea of. What's it to compete 
uh, within domestically within the UK. But listen, guys, I hope that helps. As I says, we have some uh, some big news happening with business within the next two weeks. Um, so please keep your eyes open on the Instagram page for that news. I can't give you too much details at the current moment, but it is pretty big. Um, if you are haven't already signed up to the newsletter please do sign up because they will be one of the first people to find about the big news but wherever you are in the world guys i hope you're well and whatever you do give it the beans